How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuned into another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted, where I bring you a brand new episode every single day, documenting my journey as an independent musician, as well as sharing some tips and tricks along the way. If you don't want to miss an episode, make sure that you subscribe. That means every single time I put out a brand new episode, it will pop up on your phone, give you a little notification so you do not miss out. All right. I want to talk about what you might not know about taking action, something that is, in my opinion, a hidden benefit. For a long time, one thing that really stopped me from progressing in my music career was not knowing the value that my music brought to people. Okay, so we're going to be covering how taking action helped me figure out the value of my music to people. Okay. In fact, I was so unsure of it, meaning I was so unsure of the value that my music brought to people that I just decided that my music didn't have any value. And I was even so sure of that, that I ended up deciding that songs and albums didn't have any value at all. But I've since proven myself wrong. Since releasing Decade Collection, I've realized that that's not true. I've realized that there is actually value in music, but I had to see some sort of results to prove it. So stop and think about that for just a second, about what I just said. I had to see results to prove it. I had to see results, positive results. That right there is the statement that has made a major shift in my entrepreneurial music journey, and here's why. I used to try to theorize what was going to happen. I used to try to think about, okay, well, maybe this is what's going to happen. Or, you know, if I do this, then this will happen. Because it just seems like that would make sense. You know, I would try to make up what would happen without actually seeing results. Here's an example. In July 2019, I decided that I was going to focus on selling beats online and put my own personal music on the back burner. Okay, I had the theory that, well, no one buys music because music has no value. That was a theory. But really, it was a limiting belief, but a theory nonetheless. I didn't have any proof from my own life that no one bought music. In fact, I actually had proof that that wasn't true because I had sold CDs before. I had sold hard copy CDs. Plus, I had made money off merch and, and shows. So what was it that was really holding me back? from just trying to sell my music. It was me not seeing results, which that came from a lack of action. So I didn't see those results because I wasn't taking, and it wasn't that I wasn't taking action. I wasn't taking the right actions, okay? Let's make one thing clear. Grabbing your whiteboard and your assorted colored pens and markers and planning your release does not count as action. You know, I'm sorry, it doesn't. What counts as action is putting that release plan into motion. The problem with planning is that it's mostly based on theory if you haven't done it before. Now, if you have done it before and then you plan, 
that's you're going to be planning and your planning is going to be a lot better because you're going to actually know what's going to happen. Well, the last time we did this, this happened. So we're going to try something similar to that. And there's obviously times where maybe it's not going to be the exact same result, but you know, overall, you know, that's kind of how it goes. You do something, it works or doesn't work and you plan accordingly. You know, you adjust. So the best thing to do rather than to plan is to just think about what you can do. Think about what's possible. Think about something that's not going to be that hard for you to do. Give yourself one to four weeks of setting things up. One to four weeks. If your plan takes more than that, dial it down. Now, that's not going to be true for everybody in every single case. But if you're a solopreneur, independent musician, that's what you should give yourself. Because anything longer than that, you're going to end up giving up on. I'll give you an example kind of of making things easier to be more effective. Shooting a basketball. You know, I used to struggle shooting the ball. And I had a friend who's who's a, a, a really great basketball trainer down in LA and he told me shooting should not feel hard. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, when you shoot the ball, like when you, every single shot, it shouldn't feel difficult. It should feel effortless. You know, when you miss, you know the adjustment you have to make. If you're shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and you don't know why it's not going in, you're, you're trying too hard. Your every shot you shoot should feel smooth and effortless. And he showed me how to make that happen. And I was like, wow. So now when I practice my shooting, like that's something I do. I, I, I shoot. I'm trying to become a better basketball player because I'm a trainer. But also because like it's just hella fun. It's a fun way to exercise. <clears throat> so when I shoot, if I start missing a lot, I'm like effortless, effortless, effortless. Like I just say that word out, out loud to myself or in my mind. Effortless, smooth. You know, make it effortless. Your plan should be effortless. The effort is repeating the plans and continuing to strive over and over again, but the actual plan shouldn't be that hard to execute. Don't do that, okay? There's a few things that happened in my music career that I'm actually really grateful for. I wouldn't call them failures, but I'd categorize them as losses, you know? For example, back in 2016, I released an album called Mind State University. And I spent two years and $2,000 on beats, studio time, and professional mixing and mastering for that album. The album essentially did nothing for my career. Essentially. There's songs on there people liked. And, you know, I did end up gaining one really true fan from it. But for all the money and time I spent, it didn't really, it didn't do much. But the lessons that I you know, I took two lessons, you know, and up to this point in my career, that album has given me the two biggest lessons of my career. Those lessons that will turn into a seven figure music business that will turn into a seven figure music career from these two lessons from that one album. Those two lessons were number one, it's not all about the music. Marketing is as important, arguably more important. Number two, it isn't worth it to pay other people to produce your music. Be your own producer and audio engineer. I've taken both those lessons and run with them and have gotten some super solid results since that's happened. I've not only produced dozens of my own songs, but I've actually generated revenue from those songs through streaming, performance, and the actual sale of the songs. 
Had I just continued to plan that album and make sure it was perfect, it wouldn't have done anything for me at all. You know, so it, it wasn't just, it was about me releasing it and letting it flop. Just be like, bro, put it out. No matter what happens, something good will come of it. And something did. Those two major lessons. It's super simple. You know, and the thing I'll say too, <laughs> releasing something before it's finished is fine. You know, I'll give you an example. With my recent Project Decade collection. I was basically selling people a pre-order of flash drives. So I thought that I had to order all of the flash drives first. My mentor was like, no, just sell people on a pre-order, give people a digital download and tell them that they'll get the flash drives in however long you can get those flash drives to them. And that's what I did. That was smart. I didn't wait till I have to have the flash drives here. And no, I was just like, nope, put it out, sell it and just tell people what's up. And I've just started realizing like that is exactly like what I'm, I'm even still lacking on that. Like there's a few things like my clothing brand, Peaceful Leaders. I haven't been making the moves on that because I have focused on other things and I, I keep having this whole I need it to be perfect attitude with it. Stupid. Just get it out there and get started with it. You know, having a clothing brand, having merch, a way to impact people that they can wear and then having a consistent revenue stream that my manager could literally be managing. That's a great thing. I should have that, you know? And so I'm going to be talking to Robin about that this week. So, you know, the next big lesson that I'm currently on the journey to learn is what value does my music have and who is my real target audience? So let me address that first question. What value does my music have? People have told me that my music inspires them, motivates them, and all that, but I need to know more than that. How? Why? What part of my music connects with you? What part of you does it connect with? What exactly does my music make you want to do? The only way I'm going to find those things out is by putting out more music. And I've been lagging on that, right? And I haven't put out a song since, oh, damn, July, I believe it was, 2020. It's been a long time. The last song I put out was Do Me Wrong. So I haven't put out songs in a minute. And it's been for these reasons. I've been prepping all these other things and I'm working on these funnels. And it's a lot of stuff. There's reasons for why. It's not because I'm insecure about the music. But I needed to put more music out again. Like, because I miss that. You know, I miss, I'm missing a chance to learn more about my target audience and see what they're all about. So the second question, who is my real target audience? You know, I, I have my customer avatar written on a, um, on a Google Doc, and it's given me a very clear understanding of who will love my music, but I know that through exposing my music to more people, I will continue to find out more about the who that I am serving that will be driving my business forward. So the lesson to be learned here is imperfect action is better than no action at all. Trust me. And, and when we're really like on the on the come up and we're super small and we don't have a big audience, that's even better because you have room to mess up. Guys, folks like Drake, he can't mess up. Not because he can't mess up because he's so perfect, but because he doesn't have room. Like if he screws up, he's going to look really bad. You know, for us, if if we have a loss, like that album I did, if I have a loss or failure, bro, nobody even barely knows about that album. Like it doesn't matter. It really didn't hurt my career with Drake. If Drake has an album that flops, which... I kind of think at this point it's not even possible, but let's just say he did. It would look so bad. 
so bad. You know, Jordan, when Jordan came came back from playing baseball and he came and played with the Bulls during the playoffs and they lost to the Orlando Magic. Like, think about, they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. A lot of players would look at that and, like, in a lot of players' careers, <clears throat> that'd be a big moment for them. There's actually a lot of players who... There's a lot of players who don't get further than that. James Harden has not gotten further. He might, They might get a championship this year, though, on the Nets. But up to this point, he's never gotten past the Western Conference Finals. But Jordan was so great at that point. He had already won three championships in a row. That, when he came back from baseball and played... Everyone was like, he's out of shape, he's old, he's deteriorating, he's not good anymore. The year after that, his team went 72-10, and 10, and they went and won three more championships in a row. So it's better when you're small and starting out like we are because you have that room to mess up, so don't be afraid to mess up, all right? Uh, that'll be it for the episode today, and if you got any value out of this episode, share it with a friend. It would really honestly mean a lot to me. I appreciate it, and as always, I will talk to you again tomorrow. Peace! Hey, hey, hey! Get that, bit that, jump shot, wet that, post moves, no rules, chef that, no boo. Get that, bit that, jump shot, wet that, post moves, no rules, chef that, no boo. Get it how I want, get it how I want.